Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined with me by my co-host, John. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing good, Logar. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm excited about our uh, our zine for today, Zine Thursday. Yeah. It's a good one, I think. I'm I'm pretty impressed. It's it's, it's a it's a uh, well, it's the phylactery. It is done by Planet X Games, written by Levi Combs. The cover was done by Ed Bickford. And there's a few other artists throughout, as well as layout artist Tracy Steele. Um, and they also note Casey Christofferson as in here. And I, I've, I've ran some adventures from Casey Christofferson. They're pretty good. I, I'm a fan. How would you describe the phylactery? Well, I guess one note I'll make is that I believe we're both kind of looking at the same edition. And it's, it's the Grindhouse edition. So I don't know if there are different editions, but. So there are. Okay. I don't know if the difference goes beyond the cover. Okay. So before I picked up the Grindhouse edition, I purchased it. I believe, I believe it was directly from Levi Combs. Yeah, on Facebook made, or something. He yeah, posted. he made a post on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> he had these, it. and they were the uh, NTRPG exclusives. Is that North Texas Con? Yeah. And it's Planet X Grindhouse edition, and I had a PDF of it. I had. Per I don't know if it was in a bundle or if I got it off drive through. I can't remember where I got the original PDF, but before I even purchased the first one, I printed it out to read it. So I have a home printed copy of the PDF mm -hmm. one here. And I've, that's the one I've been reading through. Um, I, I really like the high quality in the, in the print paper and the everything of the one that I have that I got directly through him. So I haven't been opening it. I'm scared to dent it. I did flip through and look, try to like briefly look to see if there were any internal differences. I didn't notice any. I may have missed them if there are. I like it and I will, I'm about to tell everybody why I like it. When you get into this zine, let's just flip through it and talk about what's here. The Chaos Throne is fun. It takes me back to the, to the uh, deck of many things. <laughs> Yes, it's a, one of the first items you have is this massive throne and there's like a there are all these different gems and rubies and stuff in, set into it. When you press them, they have so many times they can have these crazy different magical effects and, and they get out there and it's very much like messing around with a deck of many things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the I guess the, the first the chaos throne and the first few pages are dedicated to different magic items the furious faithful priests and holy men of renown is uh that is on page seven what's interesting about the magic items is you're not just getting like this item the sliver of secrets you're also getting background on these characters and there's a lot of stuff here lots of seeds for adventures and stuff to flavor your game with in each of the entries i think that works well yeah, and this is another one that's, uh, we'll say, classic fantasy, but there's something... About, I don't know if it is classic yeah, fantasy. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit, maybe some dark grim. I, I don't know exactly how. I, I really like the um, the aesthetics of the content, for sure. The top of page seven has the uh, a quote from Dead Alive, which is the most famous quote from Dead Alive I think there is. I kick ass for the Lord. 
<laughs> and he called the one the grindhouse edition there's a few other mentions to that so i think he might be kind of leaning into that it's got references to things like evil dead scarface all kinds of crazy little neat references throughout these uh top each one kind of has a little quote from a movie like the the scarface one is say hello to my little friend and that's under the magic weapons and sorcerer's bliss sorcerer's blades one of the magic weapons i like is the dragon's breath bow on page 10 because mm-hmm. there's like different ones you can roll a d6 to see like which color dragon it is and what the power it has and it's all pretty powerful because like one of those powers a day and then it mentions a legendary dragon's breath bow with the abilities of all six dragon's breath bows so yeah and magic magic bows are way he's got a couple magic bows in here and they're they're way un, underrepresented uh typically in rpgs i think you got to watch out with these two. They're pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to know where to drop them in. Yeah, they're pretty powerful. There's that that one there specifically. Even the individual ones, they're doing like 6d6 points of damage and stuff like that. They're pretty powerful. But the one that can do all the the one of, that has the ability of all the dragon's breath bows, I think that would be I think twice before letting that into a game depends on what you want to go for uh maybe super high level it would yeah. be uh okay for a temporary if you can find a way for your party to lose it at some point <laughs> if it gets to be a uh, balance killer but there's all kinds of cults the forbidden demon cults from the outer void but what i thought was cool reading through was the forbidden spell books and fell prayers of the ancients it gives you descriptions of the spell books and it tells you what's actually in the spell book content wise. I can't tell you how many times I've like come up with a random book name or something in game. And someone asked me, what's it about? What's it say? I'm going to read it. Tell me what it tells me. Yeah. This gives you that. So like, if you get one of these, the three faces of your goth is one of the spell books. If you get, if you get one of these, it tells you what it's about and what's in it. So you can answer that question to your players. And it also gives you a list of the spells in it. And there's at least one new spell in here in the book. At least this uh, one. I can't remember if it was in the other books or not. The ravenous wound where you're, where you have this uh, cannibalistic wound that opens up on you and starts festering and eating you. And your, your like body you now has a wound that's consuming your own body and eating yourself. So it's quite an interesting little horrifying spell. It leans into a lot of, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it would be grim dark is the right way to say, but kind of nasty, culty, evil demon type stuff throughout here. That's a lot of that going on. Metal. Very metal. It's very (laughs) Very heavy metal. (laughs) It's definitely got a heavy metal feel. I can see some of this stuff being very Morkborg like or. Oh yeah, there you go. That's, that's a good, uh, (laughs) that's a good way to describe it yeah the ravenous wound another kind of powerful spell especially for second level but have to try that out and see how it plays in game as you go on you get all kinds of npcs now it's got a few npcs in here that are fleshed out it gives you the stats and again this is i'm not sure is this are these bx stats or i didn't look that deep into it yeah they appear to be bx Yeah, either swords and wizardry, or if you're playing uh, old school essentials or any of those 
those there they'd fit in there perfectly should use some ad and d as well and so it's got a few interesting characters and again every single thing that it seems to give you for me when i read it there's enough in there for adventure prompts and stuff like that that makes you, oh okay cool uh i'm trying to think of one that was cool i think it was the orlock the black friar mm-hmm. was the one that was he the one with the runes on him that curses you yes that is from the wild borderlands he comes, defrocked and cast out, branded with runes of shame. Orlock comes, riding at the head of savage horde. He worships foul, depraved powers. His followers are fanatics, and he wants nothing less than this total subjugation of the civilized lands that cast him out. He locks eyes with you and your characters, sneers a curse, and roll 1d3. And then you get to find out what the horrible curse is he's casting at you <laughs> yeah it, that description and uh this this would fit right into our uh hyperborea campaign too this content i think would be yeah fine. i think that a lot of this <laughs> stuff will go good with astonishing stories and the source of hyperborea uh one of the other so they do give you some of those that are really fleshed out npcs they also have another 1d10 it's called tough sobs roadhouse hoodlums Bored adventures and mean old bastards you might see in a tavern. And those don't give you like a full stat block, but it gives you kind of some some ideas to spice up interactions that when you're running your game and you need to pull something out, like, oh, who am I gonna use here? What's gonna make this interesting? And and they get they they get interesting with them. It's every single thing in here seems to almost have its own adventure seeds with it that you can run. And then we have the corpse garden of the bike. How do you pronounce? I, this is a word that I've seen a million times in red, but I'm scared I'm pronouncing wrong when I read it out loud. My condit, my condit, the my condit, my mushrooms. Yeah, fung- fungus, fungus, fungus. <laughs> I am a fan of mushrooms. I like them. I don't order them on my pizza a lot, but I'm a big fan. But yeah, there's some neat things going on in there. Some unique things with the mushrooms. One of them, like at one point in time, yeah, like like make a save and you these spores, they end up making you uh, communicate with mushrooms and stuff. So kind of a trippy feel there. I like that. I appreciate it. I'm yeah, a fan. So, so this, this is a small adventure. Uh, one of several adventures that are in here. The first of several, I believe. And um, it's about halfway through the book. So a good almost half of the book is uh, different little adventures. Some of them are just kind of location-based, like the Utos, the Isle of the Shattered Moon. And it's it's just got a cool little map of a, of a crescent moon-shaped island. And it's kind of got the different locations there. You could definitely, I mean, this this adventure here, just the, the Shattered Moon one, you could run for a couple weeks easy, I feel, if you're, if you're going to there and you're, you've got a DM who really wants to flesh it out and go with it. And then you got a hex crawl on page 35, the grindhouse hex crawl. And to be honest, the grindhouse hex crawl, I'm not sure if I read it all. <laughs> I think I may have, I may have actually flipped over that one. Look at it like, oh no, I didn't get through it at all. But uh, but at the back, you do have a full bestiary. And like I said, this is some creative stuff. I really love these death turtles. They seem like fun. They're giant turtle 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 monsters that you got to fight their origin was they were created by some sort of uh witches that were meddling and whatever so they're uh, there's a whole like adventure in with each one of these little 
monsters, it seems, when they present them and stuff that you can run your your party through. Yeah, the, he's really good about throwing in hooks for just about every every bit of content in here. That's exactly like like so like that's like the strength of this book. You got a, it's got a lot of content. It's got over 40 pages, doesn't it? Or is it is it 40 pages? 40. It's uh, 46. 40. 47. Yeah. yeah. So I mean there's a lot of content for 46 pages. And and there's a lot of stuff written in there. And like you said, there's hooks and there's a lot of things you can do with every little thing. Like one little entry could be an entire game session, or it, it could grow into a lot more than that. And even if you're just going to sit down and have time to like want to have time to read through something for ideas, you might not pull this out specifically to use it, but to put those seeds in your head, it's a great read for that. Yeah, I love it overall. Uh, and uh, this is one of my favorite zines that I've gotten. It's um, well written. The art's fantastic. Uh, I got the second issue and I need to pick up the third. I'm not sure if it's out yet or not, but I'm definitely going to be adding all these to my collection as they as they appear it's one i believe isn't there's a third there's a so i have the first and second issue but there's yeah the third, third one, one has a now, fantastic correct? uh it's like yeah the x, the the x, -Men, x -Men covered. Uh, covered it's uh so i don't have that one yet <laughs> we'll have to look at issue two at some point but i love it i we'll love, to love look at this. issue two very it's, soon it's fantastic yeah, I think it's a great zine. It's well worth the money. Um, I didn't remember to check where to pick these up. I thought they had them on Exalted Funeral, but I will check and try to put a link in the show notes when this comes out. That's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share on social media. Tell your friends about us. Talk us up. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on the Twitter at Logar Hale Crom and keep those dice rolling. Bye bye.